0: I want to encourage us and uh, and lift everybody up in this message today because um, uh, when we look around and we see everything that is happening, uh, I watched a segment on TV last night and they showed some video clips of all the tragedies that has taking place in 2018 uh, we've had some of the biggest fires that's destroyed a whole communities uh, take taken uh, taking place this year hurricanes at what cities off the map violence school shootings uh, uh, shootings at churches uh, You can imagine everything that's going on, and I don't care what nobody says. I know I'm having a harder time remembering stuff, but this stuff that's going on now, we've never seen it on this scale in history, and it's a sign of something. It's a sign of something, and that's what I want to talk about today. I'm going to take you to the book of Acts. The first chapter, and we're going to read verses 9 through 11. And you pray for pastors I try to minister today what the Lord has put upon my heart. Acts chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward the heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you you stand gazing up into the heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Can everybody say amen to that? Lord, as we come today, we thank you and we praise you for your mercy, your love, and your grace. I pray, God, that you will speak to every heart and every soul today. And I pray if there's anybody under the sign of my voice who's not ready to meet you, I pray that they will choose to make this last Sunday of the year the day that they're going to for sure make their calling and election. In Jesus' name, let everybody say, You can be saved. I want to speak to you today on a subject titled, The Coming of Jesus, Part 2. We've all watched movies, Part 1, Part 2. Some of them just keep on going. But I want to talk about The Coming of Jesus, Part 2. You see, we've gathered here to worship on this last Sunday in December, the year 2018. The Christmas season has come and gone. Christmas trees and lights are going dark. And the radio uh, stations, for the most part, have stopped playing Christmas songs. And all I can say for that is thank God. Hallelujah. Some of them start playing them back before Thanksgiving and Halloween. But they finally shutting it down. The message, but the message, even though all these other things, and uh when you come in next week, you probably won't see the decorations that we got around here. They will be gone. But the message, and you can see this manger. On the stage, the message of Christmas will live on and never die, concerning the fact that 2,000 years ago, in a faraway, obscure village, the birth of a child occurred in a stable whose life and untimely death would forever change the course of this world. That birth was the coming of Jesus Christ, part one. A coming which was preached, prophesied, and foretold for hundreds and even thousands of years before he was born. Then, as the Bible predicted, he was presented to a longing and seeking people. I want to call your attention to Malachi chapter 3, verse 1 in the Old Testament. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. That's John the Baptist, the messenger. And the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant, whom you delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord. The Old Testament was filled with prophecies concerning the coming of the birth of a Savior. Prophesied all the details. Even where he was going to be born, it talked about the star that would appear. Him being born of a virgin. And what I want to drive home right now to you is the coming of Jesus part one to all the people in the Old Testament was just like the coming of Jesus part two is to us. Lord, I've heard all my life that you were coming. Do you realize that in the Old Testament, do you realize, going back to the book of Genesis, prophecies was given about the coming of Jesus, part one. Years upon years upon years passed as prophets foretold his coming. And people waited, and people lived their lives, and they died, and they was buried. But he didn't, he didn't come. But then, hallelujah, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Bible says in one verse, when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son. Born under the law. Hallelujah. Amen. All of those years was fulfilled in a moment of time. But I'm not going to preach about the coming of Jesus, part one. You done heard about that over and over the, pap- the previous weeks. Today's message, the coming of Jesus, part two. That is what I want to talk today, and I want everybody to leave here and those that are watching by way of the Internet today, whoever you may be, amen, I want you to get an understanding in your heart and in your mind that this situation is not going to continue going on like it has been going on. They're fixing to be a change. Now, the message today, I'm going to bring it in three parts. Um, The promise, the preparation, and the presentation. And I'm going to talk about the promise first. When Jesus was lifted back to paradise after his death, burial, and resurrection, two angels appeared to his disciples as they were watching him ascend into heaven. We read that scripture. They first asked a question. Then they proceeded to make a promise. When those two men in white apparel, which were angels of God, angels of heaven, appeared and they all seen. It was witnessed by everybody. They said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into the heaven? Because this same Jesus He first asked the question, why are you standing here? Why are you standing around looking? Hallelujah. God is telling somebody this morning, God said you have been standing and watching somebody else go with God long enough. Why are you still standing around looking? Here we are at the last Sunday of our year. God has blessed you. He has kept you. He has healed you. He has delivered you. And God says, why are you still standing there? Then he made a promise. Those two men made a promise. This same Jesus, as you have seen him go away into heaven, shall come again in like manner as you see him go away. That was the question. Why stand you gazing into the sky? And it reminded them that they had something to do. They could not afford to just stand around looking up into the sky with their hands in the pockets. Jesus had fulfilled his mission on earth. Now the ball was in their hands. They were to return to Jerusalem and prepare themselves for the mission that they had been assigned to by the Lord. Jesus Fulfilled his mission when he hung on the cross. What did he say? It's finished. It is finished. He fulfilled. But now, church, God is speaking to us today. Those of us who say we believe in the Lord Jesus, those of us who say we believe in the Word of God as the only inspired Word of God, hallelujah, we too have got a mission Years ago, it used to be a TV program, and a guy standing there, and he's listening to a little reel-to-reel tape recorder that's playing, and on that tape recorder, he's talking about a mission that needs to take place, and the guy on the tape recorder said, your mission, Jim, if you decide to take it. And then when the message gets through playing, it goes up in smoke. The name of that program is Mission Impossible. But I want to tell you something today. The devil's been speaking to some people, telling you what you are up against and what you've been going through and what you need to do. It's impossible for you to do it. But God has not never put nothing in his book, hallelujah, that's an impossibility for somebody to do. Well, hallelujah, you need to hear this preacher today, glory to God. He said what he calls you to do. He will give you the strength to do. He will give you the ability to do it. Hallelujah. And he said, whom I call, I will qualify. The mission of the church is not impossible. Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. So, Acts chapter 1, verse 4 and 8, I want to read those scriptures. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father which he said, You have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons which your father has put in his own authority. Hallelujah! But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and into all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That right there then after the question came the promise, uh, this same Jesus who was taken up uh, from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Uh, and that was not the first time or the last time they would be given that promise. They'd already been promised that he was going to come again before this. If we go back to John, the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter, We find something that we hear, read read a lot in funeral services. John chapter 14, verse 1. Jesus has told his disciples that he was going to go away. And where he was going to go, they couldn't come. And so naturally they were sad and they were brokenhearted because Jesus said that he was going to be going away. So Jesus spoke to them because they were sad and they were brokenhearted. Let me just stop and say right now, God, God is concerned for your needs. He loves you. He cares for you. It's not his desire to try to condemn you or to judge you. He knows you can't do it by yourself. He knows I can't do it by myself. That's why he gives us all mercy and grace. But I want you to know today, when your heart is broke, God's heart is broke. And he was the disciples was broken hearted because he had, had, he had told them they was going away. And he, and he told him, he said, Listen, don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will return again and receive you unto myself. that Jesus Christ coming, part two. But you know what? Fifty years after the fact, some 50 to 60 years after the fact when they were told the promise by the angels in the book of Revelation, chapter 22 and verse 20. Let's see what it says. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Revelation 22 and 20. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. And then John, the writer of Revelation, adds it by saying, Even so come, Lord Jesus. Now, I want to give you some depth and some insight here. Because there in the book of Revelation, Jesus spoke again the words, Behold, I come quickly. I have heard a lot of people say, Well, see, the Bible is not true. Because he said he was coming quickly. And now it's been over 2,000 years. How can you call that quickly? I explained Wednesday night in the Bible study Wednesday night. There's a lot of words in the original Greek in translation, some of them can be translated 47 different ways. Amen, And the way you read something or you take something in your mind can change or alter your whole view of what you're trying to interpret and when you look up this word where Jesus said, "I surely I come quickly. do you know that the Greek word for that?" Is translated more times suddenly than it is quickly. Come on, somebody. Jesus was saying, just like it already been previously saying by this, the coming of Jesus, Part One, Amen. The Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to His temple. You remember we read that in Malachi? The law, all of a sudden, the Lord who you seek will suddenly come Jesus was saying right here, surely I'm going to come suddenly. I'm going to come unannounced. Amen. Hallelujah. It's going to be in a moment. Amen. You ain't going to be able to look and watch him coming from a distance. Hallelujah. We're going to be here one second. And in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, in a suddenly situation, he's going to appear and you're either ready to go or you're not. That's the promise, and that's how it's coming. That's how it's coming. But let's, let's move on from the promise to the preparation. I want to get through this. The preparation has to do with the here and now. Believe me, every one of us in this building, and those watching by means of the Internet, you need to be ready and prepared for the coming of Jesus part 2 glory remember what the promise said his coming would be suddenly or quickly without warning Luke chapter 12 and verse 40 let's see what that has has to say be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when you think not. And I want to go ahead and read First Thessalonians 5, verses 1 through 11. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write unto you. For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. When they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. As labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brother, now now listen to this close. Yes, he's coming back as a thief, but he's coming back as the thief to the world. God is giving His people ample warnings. Listen what He said in verse four: "But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light, and sons of the day." We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just um, as you also are doing. I have seen several things this past year in 2018 that when I saw it or when I heard it something would quicken inside of me and say that's another sign that's another sign the most recent being You should be able to see it if you're connected to the internet and if you're on social media because there's a video clip. I have taught revelation and prophecy for many years, about the whole length of time I've been preaching the Lord. The Lord has had drawn me to that and I have I got into that even back when I very first first started because I feel like God calls every man to a specific type of ministry. And for years and years, I felt it in my heart that the Lord has called me to a perfecting ministry to help perfect His bride to be ready. And because of that, He gave me insight on a lot of things that was not happening uh, 35 or 40 years ago but God, through fasting and prayer, showed me, Amen. And I am seeing the thing is open up and happen right now, just like God showed me forty years ago. Amen. And one of the most, re- and one of the things I've, I've talked about, and there's still a lot of people living in Pentecost today don't believe this is going to happen. But I don't care if you believe it or not. It's happening. They got the material going. There's going to be a third temple built in Jerusalem. A physical, real temple for and by the Jews. And the man of sin, the Antichrist, after he signs a treaty seven years long, an agreement Is going to come in after the first half of that, and he's going to, the Antichrist himself is going to set his throne in the middle of that temple. Which is going to bring, which is going to be the abomination of desolation desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel. It's on video. This is Jewish rabbis. They have built a replica of the old altar of sacrifice. It stands just outside the wall, one of the walls of Jerusalem. And they are training. They have done because of the DNA. In fact, I mean, you know, people are, uh taking swabs in their mouth and centered off the ancestry, you know and, and they can tell you exactly where all of your lineage was going way back in in the other countries. That DNA stuff is something else, and through that same DNA process, the Jews that are in Jerusalem now they 've been able to detect which among them came from the original tribe of Levite. They never could start temple worship. Again, that's one thing that had to happen because nobody but the Levitical priesthood is allowed to go in there. They figured them out now. They've come, brought them together, and they are training them. And I watched that video. And the old priest, not priest, but old rabbi, Says we're getting ready. We're getting ready for Messiah. But see now, here, here, here's a clincher. They're looking for the Messiah, part one. Hallelujah. They don't realize that we're ready for part two. hallelujah star wars part one is long gone. and the sad thing about it and this man said he says we know we know That this temple has got to be built. And this this was this is just recently, folks. This is within the last week or two. They are training them through the rituals, exactly like was written when the tabernacle was in place. And this old rabbi says, We are going to build the temple. Because we know, when we get the temple built, Messiah will come. Now the sad thing about it is, they're go- they're, they're going to think that the that the Antichrist is the Messiah. Because they are still blinded, they reject the true when He came. Part one. And they're going to embrace the imitation part two. Uh, part two, when that imitation comes, church. We are so close to the coming of Jesus, part two. Man, I, I've got. I wish I had time. He is soon coming. Let me let me move on to the presentation. This is the third and final part. The presentation is when he appears in the clouds and every eye will see him. I've told you about the promise. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I've told you about the preparation. Let's talk just for, just for a few minutes and I'm going to close on the presentation. You remember what the angels told, told him? He said this same Jesus as you've seen him go away is going to come in like manner. One of those like manners is when they went away, the Bible said when we read it, a cloud received them out of their sight. He went away in the clouds that's the way he's going to return and they were all watching him jesus appeared to over 500 people after his resurrection and they they were all standing around watching when he was carried carried away revelation chapter 1 verse 7 behold He cometh how? With clouds. And every eye shall see him. That's the presentation. And they also which pierced him. Hmm. All kindreds of the earth will wail because of him. Even so, amen. Then Matthew 24, 30, and 31, and I am winding down. This will be my final scripture. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power And great glory. Mm. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they will gather together his elect from the four winds. From one end of heaven to the other. Let me ask you, church. It's good for you to make sure you got your finances squared away. It's good to make sure, you you know, if you've got a 401K, you've got that, that's all taken care of, and and all of this and stuff that we make sure of. But the most important thing, for all of us to make sure of is that we're ready when he comes. Right. That we know, that we know, that we know that we're ready. We're so close So that part two, this preacher believes with everything I have that there's going to be some people that's in this church house will be alive and living when part two, part two, the curtains open and he is here. I believe that with all my heart. I believe we're that closed. I believe we're that closed. So all of this, all of this junk that we have to deal with, all of the. Somebody said, "Well, Pastor, you don't understand my situation. I am, I am literally going through hell." Let me, let me, let me tell you something. If you ever feel like you're going through hell, keep going. Don't stop. Hello, somebody. Don't stop whatever you do because you don't want to linger there. Can you say amen? All this stuff is going to soon be a memory. I appreciate so much the blessings of God. But when he splits those clouds, you think there's anything about this property or this church building going to hold me here? I could care less about 2320 Becker Station Road. Matter of fact, to be honest, I, st- I still miss my 1901 reading. I miss the times that we've had in the power of God. Myself and this man alone, not counting, not counting Brother Helen, brother brother Patton, and many other ministers us two right here over on 19 one meridian you add them all together the people that we baptized this building wouldn't hold You're right. You're right. i'm looking for a better place where we don't have to contend with people who claim to be your friends and want to hug your neck but got a knife in their hand. It's going to come a day you won't have to worry about that. Jesus is going to take care of all situations. I'm not concerned and I ain't going to spend my time trying to separate the wheat from the tares. That's God's job, not mine. We read the Scripture. God's going to take care of all that. My main concern is I want to be ready. And on this last Sunday of 2018, I urge you to make your call on an election sure. If you can't say, I know I'm ready for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you need to make sure. Because he's coming suddenly and quickly. Let's all stand together. ascended the angel of the Lord declared that it would be he said don't stand here grieving for the one that you see leaving a like manner he's coming back for you oh, and I'll gonna sound so loud One day it'll wake the day